This is The Burning Log. I'm Tony Edwards. Episode 7, Beyond Hope. In Episode 6, I talked about fear and what it is and what it does to us. If fear had an opposite, that opposite would be hope. We say, hope springs eternal. One can only hope. Don't lose hope. Hope would seem to be a precious thing. Some people even name their children hope. We now live in a world gripped by fear. So it's not surprising that we have come to depend so heavily on hope. However, in doing so, we put more importance on how it makes us feel and less on what it really is. Both hope and fear are feelings. They are your body's reaction to thoughts of an imaginary future event. Fear is the body's reaction to thoughts of a situation in which you imagine that you are diminished, made less. This diminishment can vary from something as simple as being afraid of what people will say about you, all the way to physical death. Your body reacts to thoughts as though those things are happening to you in the present moment. Fearful thoughts generate anxiety and tension in the body. Your body goes into survival mode against an imaginary threat. Fear has a worst-case scenario, death. Hope is the opposite polarity. Hope is the feeling derived when you imagine a situation in which you are strengthened, empowered, made to be more. So it is understandable that we cling to hope because of the way it makes us feel. Hopeful thoughts have a different effect on the body. They cause the release of serotonin, resulting in feelings of safety and happiness. To a lesser degree, but not unlike the body's response to the drug MDMA, it literally feels good to have hope. It also means that when you indulge in hopeful thoughts, you are essentially self-medicating. Hope has a best-case scenario which you create. It is that for which you hope. But there could be no hope, no fear, without the element of time. With fear, negative emotions feel the time before the scenario arrives as the present moment. When it does, there's nothing left to fear. Fear cannot exist in the present moment. Whatever the now presents, you will deal with it one way or the other but the fear is gone. With hope, however, the positive feelings that are generated end when the imagined event or scenario arrives as the present moment. When that present moment becomes a memory, becomes a thought in your head, it opens the door to the dark side of hope, disappointment. No one knows what the future holds, but one thing is certain. It will not be as you imagined. It's impossible. So the greater your personal investment in hope, the deeper your disappointment will be. Disappointment will exist as a thought form energized by the ego with anger, pain, and regret. It will exist for as long as you allow it to. So the question then becomes, do we need to give up hope? We don't need to give up hope. We need to go beyond it. Hope springs from thought. 
Not only is it impossible to stop thinking, we need the ability to think to navigate in this world, to communicate, to decide, to manifest our thoughts into creation. What is crucially necessary is the ability to separate yourself from your thoughts, to become aware of your thoughts. This takes practice, but it's very easy to do almost anywhere at any time. Simply close your eyes and ask yourself the question, what will my next thought be? The answers that you come up with are of no importance. What is important is that you become aware of the space between the time that you ask the question and the time the answer pops up. When you become aware of that space, that gap of no thought, you realize that the one observing it is who you really are. You are, at your essence, awareness, the I am that comes before name or form. Who is observing the space? I am. The more often that you practice being aware of your thoughts, the easier it will become. After a while, you won't have to close your eyes or even ask a question. It will become second nature to know and feel your true nature. When you separate yourself from your thoughts, you disidentify with them. It's almost like you're watching a movie where something bad happens to a character and you find yourself crying. But when the movie is over, you can just walk out because it wasn't real. A hopeful thought will arise as a mental scenario, a, a feel-good mind movie, if you will. Only in this movie, you're the lead character, and you don't know it's a movie, so you can't walk out. In fact, you don't want to walk out. Once you're able to separate yourself from your thoughts, you can examine them and choose which of those do and do not serve you. Be especially watchful for thoughts that trigger an emotional reaction in your body. It's easier to become aware of fearful thought because their effect on the body is uncomfortable. With hope, however, the physical effect is pleasurable and won't stand out as much. You need to listen to your thoughts as well as watch them. Listen for a thought that starts with, I hope, then observe your body to see if there is a reaction and whether it's positive or negative. For example, I hope I win the lottery is positively charged and will usually be followed immediately with a movie of you buying stuff. However, within that hope is some fear, the fear that you won't win the lottery. I hope my car starts up is negatively charged, meaning that this hope mostly contains fear, the fear that the car will not start up. In fact, every thought of fear also contains hope. Every thought of hope also contains fear. Hope and fear aren't opposites. They're the same. They are different flavors of unconsciousness. I'm not saying you shouldn't have fearful or hopeful thoughts. You can't control what thoughts come into your mind. You can, however, separate yourself from them. When you become aware of a thought, when you sense an emotion caused by hope or fear, stop. Ask yourself, in this moment, how does this thought serve me? When you do, you become present. 
hope and fear cannot exist in the present moment. Knowing this, hope and fear then become portals to presence, a clickable link to the present moment. Giving up hope does not mean giving up. It means taking action instead. The action may involve thought, but thought created in the present moment about how the situation can be addressed. Creation exists in the present moment. Your best bet for finding a solution to what you hope or fear is right here, right now. Or the action might be acceptance, an acknowledgement that nothing can be done right now about the situation. It is what it is. Then notice what else is. The sky, your beating heart, your being. You are alive not simply to witness this moment, but to create it as well. There is another kind of hope. It's the hope that says, I hope everything is okay with you. That phrase is neutrally charged because you are not the subject of this hope, so you don't identify with it. It is a hope with no future or past attached to it, a hope for the now. It is a hope for compassion. You see, presence is what happens when your awareness becomes aware of itself. Compassion is what happens when awareness becomes aware of the awareness of others. I'm Tony Edwards. Peace.